Yeah, eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best. NFL Fantasy Football Podcast. We talking mock drafts, running backs, better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando. Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like. Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype. Fantasy Football Enthusiasts, I know you plan to be joining us on Eat Sleep Fantasy. Yeah, Eat Sleep Fantasy. Eat Sleep Fantasy. All right, uh, welcome to another episode of Eat Sleep Fantasy. I'm your host, Armando Crespo, and with me, as always on Sundays, is Clayton Kudu. What's up? How's things? Pretty good, man. Did, did you practice, uh, it was, uh, did you practice that intro? I tried, yeah. I, in the shower, <laughs> you know, right before the sh- we started, I was like, I'm just going to do this. And I just did it. All right. <laughs> I used to watch a lot of boxing, so I tried. I've been like working on that voice. Let's get ready. All right, let's just. <laughs> um, Clayton, what's the temperature where you're at now? It is chilly, man. We got smashed with some weather this weekend. It is currently sitting at three degrees here. Is that American? No, that's American. That... That's straight American. That's Fahrenheit. <laughs> okay, cool. And it, uh, and it yeah, feels cold. like minus. Uh, Minus four Fahrenheit. Yeah, it's uh, 48 here in North Carolina, and it's uh, nice and cool. Tomorrow it's going to be 72 to 55, which is just about perfect, yeah. if you ask yeah, me. Good on you. Good, good for you, man. <laughs> um, all right, let's just get this going because we have quite a few games to get through, and I think we're going to start uh, – I don't know why I'm choosing this game, but we're going to start with the Steelers and the Rams. Um I guess the first thing I want to say is I think it's safe to drop Jared Goff because he sucks. Yeah, brutal. I don't know what was happening. Yeah, I don't know what the <laughs> hell was going on in this game. I I didn't get a chance to watch this game, but when I looked, I was like, "What the hell is happening?" Cooper Cup, not even a single target. No, uh, it's crazy. Uh, shocked um, me. I think the Steelers, and I I strongly feel this. I think the Steelers, if you own them in a fantasy football league, they're going to win you a championship. I think they are right now the best. Fantasy football and NFL defense right now. Well, ever since trading for uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, like everybody was shitting on them when it happened. And they're currently, what, 4-0 with him? Yeah. With him. So, I mean, and this defense is rolling right now. So, uh, yeah, I, I, I agree with you with that. Like, if you have this this Steelers team, any of these players, they're, they're playing well. Yeah. And, I mean, I just want to say that their schedule um, is fantastic. They're all easy games going forward. They play Cleveland twice. I think they play Cincinnati twice. Uh, I think they got the Giants and the Redskins um, coming up on their uh, – to finish the season. So, I think that uh, if the trade deadline has not passed for your league, I would recommend going out to get them. They, uh, I didn't start them this week because I thought the Rams were going to, be, to show up a little bit, but they did not. So, uh, yeah, I am not benching the Steelers rest of the season. Um, so moving on, Todd Gurley went 12 for 73. That's not terrible, but I mean, I think his ceiling right now is an RB two to three. He's not very much involved in the passing game either. Four targets, zero receptions. Yeah. And we did see Malcolm Brown back in this one as well. He, he carried the ball five times and yeah, wasn't targeted at all. Like not, it's just a weird, weird game in general with, uh, not seeing Cooper cup in this, you know, with any stats whatsoever, 
Woods did what yeah. he does, like seven for ninety-five, and Everett still continues to show that he he's startable in, as a tight end. Yeah, definitely in PPR formats. Um, eight for sixty-eight is not bad. I think this is Robert Woods' best game of the season. So, with Jared, uh, with not Jared Cook, uh, with Brandon <laughs> Cooks out, uh, I, I expect Josh Reynolds to have a better game than he did. But I guess it was Robert Woods that uh, absorbed the brunt of it. Well, I, um, I will on uh, the Steelers side. Quick, go ahead. It's not his Woods' best game. He did have. Uh, a 13-catch, 164 game earlier on in the season. So, Oh, there you go. All right, so second. That's, that's yeah. good to know. I I, I said he was droppable uh, three days ago on the pod, so uh, <laughs> I take that back. As long as Cooks is out, Woods is startable. <laughs> um, so on the Steelers' side, Jalen Samuels continues to suck. <laughs> I hate to say it like that, but, God, 14 for 29 is not good. He did, He was even not – but he was not bailed out in the passing game either. Uh, but James Washington, I think, is the biggest guy to note. He has been pretty hot as of recent. Um, six for 90 and a touchdown last week. He also had a pretty decent game. Is he going to make our waiver wire? I th- call yeah, I, th- I think he is because, um, the, yeah, like you said, two games in a row. Last week he was uh, four for 69. This week again, six for 90. It just seems like uh, like Rudolph doesn't have a favorite target, I don't think, in this offense. It's whoever gets open, that's who's getting the ball. That, yeah. That's what it looks like because I mean a couple you know a couple weeks ago we we saw I was saying hey you know go jump on Deontay Johnson after his five for eighty four game and touchdown and then he's just what he went one for three yards last week and then he's four for sixty four this week right so I just think I think that's a good thing about Rudolph is he doesn't key on one single guy right everybody's going to get a look in right. this offense and if they if they can get open they're getting the ball yeah. Um, I definitely agree with that. I think for right now, if James Con- they play Thursday night, if James Connor is not suiting up, are you still comfortable starting um, Jalen Samuel going forward? Well, I think it, I'm not confident, but I think you have to play him. Just I mean, are you, you can't sit a guy that's getting you know 15 touches a game, right? I mean, if, if yeah, you have no. be- if you have better options, then obviously yeah, you uh, go, go elsewhere. But as far as as far as I'm looking at it, and like I got Samuels in a few leagues, and it's tough for for me to sit him in, a, especially in one league, because I don't, because he's getting the touches, right? Right. No, I agree. It's gonna be tough. Uh, he's getting touches, he's getting looks, but he's not doing much with it. So they are playing Cleveland. It's a top, uh, it's a bottom five defense against the rush. So um, we'll see how. Hopefully, Connor's back, and we don't have to start Jalen Samuels anymore because he's just been a disappointment. But if not, I guess you got to fire him up as a low-end RB2, um, expectations at least. Yes, exactly. Um, so let's move on to the Panthers and the Packers. This game was actually pretty decent. It was snowing most of the game. Uh, but um, Christian McCaffrey was mostly held in check, 20 for 108 and a touchdown, bailed out. Um, I think DJ Moore is kind of ascending right now. He has 9 for 120 on 11 targets. I think he's more of a high-end wide receiver too going forward. I don't know. I think he's going to start getting uh, more looks in the red yeah, zone. Yeah, absolutely. Like this is back-to-back 100-yard games that he has had with at least seven receptions. So um, I think they've you kind of find uh, – Allen has found that uh, that rapport with more. I mean, but Samuels is still getting looks as well. But I think right now the, the guy to own and start on this offense is DJ Moore. Yeah, uh, Samuel's getting more touchdowns, which is surprising. But yeah, DJ Moore is more reliable, especially in PPR. Um, that's, and finally, Devontae Adams showed up seven for one eighteen. 
I'm pretty happy about that because he was been a major disappointment as of, uh, especially after last week. We're, t- we're talking about Adams. What about Aaron Jones? He was a beast this game. I don't want. I don't even want to fucking talk about Aaron Jones. I'm so mad about it. I own Aaron Rodgers, and I'm like, come on, man, just give me give me one touchdown. I was just gonna skip Aaron Jones altogether. Fuck that dude, man. <laughs> but yeah, I agree. It was. It is good to see uh, Adams. St- back at least and it just it still looks like this backfield i think you can pr- pretty much start both these running backs every week i mean they're both what they're sp- splitting carries exactly equal um yeah i mean 13 for 63 uh for for williams isn't bad you know what i mean but uh, he didn't find the end zone but i mean and if you played them this week but i think i did play them in our dynasty league at you you're getting points regardless so I think it's safe to say that both. Yeah, both no, I, I, I don't disagree with you on that one. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think it was kind of interesting. Neither one was actually, uh, well, Williams was targeted once in the passing game, but Adams uh, was not. So, I Aaron, mean, Aaron, yeah, Adam Jones yeah. was not. Adam Jones? Adam Jones. Aaron Jones, guy. That's Aaron Jones. I was thinking about Pac Man. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> oh, God boy, damn it. Boy. All right, let's just move on. The Packers, the Packers destroyed them. They, uh, the Panthers went all the way down to the one yard line and they could not punch it in with Christian McCaffrey. So they won that game. I really want to talk about the dolphins and the Colts. This is ridiculous. I had a buddy of mine that he's in, he was actually at the, the giants jets game. He's on his honeymoon there. And, uh, he sends a message today. He's like, am I just extremely hammered or did the dolphins really beat the Colts? <laughs> <laughs> the Dolphins really beat the Colts. Yeah. <clears throat> it, it's our defense, man. I'm telling you. Ever since, uh, it, I don't know. Our defense sucks balls. But uh, Brian Orry threw in uh, three, threw three interceptions, and that does not help you win games at all. So uh, yeah, don't roster Brian Orry anywhere. He's probably gonna get cut after this game if Brissett's healthy. Yeah, Brissett, well, he the, was, they were talking about Brissett had a chance to play this week too, right? So. I think I think they they took this game as an easy victory, right? You know what I mean. This game is going to yeah, no, this they... game's going to come back and haunt them at the end of the year when it comes to this. Oh yeah, oh yeah. This is bad. This is <laughs> yeah. really really bad. Five and four. Like I think they got a bye week coming up soon. Or this is not good. Um, Kalen Balage, twenty carries with forty three yards. He's literally the least effective running back in the NFL. He is fucking terrible but he's the only one getting carries over there like they don't have, 20 yeah. and the next guy too well they right? don't have anybody right do walton suspended so i mean he's gonna to have to be the only guy for four well three games now i guess right yeah yeah i mean as long as we keep winning you got to keep starting balage you know what i'm saying <laughs> get him in your lineups <laughs> yeah right you don't do um no, no. I think for the most part, the Colts, this is a throwaway game. Uh, Jack Doyle came away with a touchdown. Eric Ebron was targeted 12 times. That is ridiculous. That is a lot. And he's not even that good. That's why they lost the, day, the goddamn game. Well, yeah, you, you can't stop Ebron of all people. Well, And, I mean, <laughs> it looks like – I was laughing at this stat, too. If you're looking at this game and you, standard uh, shitty quarterback, right, just totally relying on your tight ends. <laughs> Like that's it. Both, both yeah. tight ends had 16 targets out of um, out of 39 attempts, right? Everybody else was just kind of nobody else did did anything in this passing game. 
No, no. Mac was okay. He had 75 yards. Um, I'm getting kind of worried about Mac. He does. He has not been producing the numbers you would expect or would want. Well, especially especially against the Dolphins. Yeah, especially the Dolphins have been lit up by running backs in the past, like almost every week, right? So to have I I thought I would expected. I think I ranked him like extremely high this week. <laughs> so that's going to hurt. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I mean in this game as well, just to mention, not like it really makes a difference. But Jordan Wilkins left this game with an ankle injury so we'll have to see what happens there but i mean it's going to be well mac and naheem hines is always going to be the pass catching back in this offense so yeah exactly um so let's move on to the chiefs and the titans the titans stunned the chiefs uh surprisingly ryan Tannehill continues to roll all aboard the ryan Tannehill yeah. train this, this was crazy <laughs> derrick henry uh go ahead yeah, no, it's absolutely crazy. I was going to say Derrick Henry went apeshit for 188 and a touchdown, um, which is awesome to see. This was without uh, Corey Davis back there, and there wasn't really any action on the receiving game. Everyone was pretty subpar overall. Yeah, Henry rushed more than Tanhill threw. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Um, I don't know how they did this. I don't know. Like I can't. I'm looking at the, the stats right now. I'm like, how the fuck did they even win this game? Like, 181 yards and a, two touchdowns for Tannehill, and you win. Like, well, I, I mean, and it it, it was, took Henry. Like, I mean, for the most part, um, KC kept him in check most of the game. I thought I, he didn't get going until yeah. until the second half. No, he I really, I'd really all. like um, to actually go through. Like, I probably will do it eventually, but go through this game, and I want to actually see go play by play and see like when did he start you know what i mean producing because he i remember looking at halftime and i was like henry's doing shit and because yeah i think it was like i think it was like midway through the third quarter that he kind of like it clicked for him and he just you know went off for a 68 yard run and that's it after that (laughs) yeah exactly so um and i think they were take i mean mahomes fucking he's amazing this kid kid's ridiculous 446 and three touchdowns but apparently, I just read before we jumped on today that uh, the the um, Chiefs brought like four different specialists in in order to deal with his knee. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Like that's yeah. crazy. So, th- so there was like major, major concern with it, and apparently, he's just like an Adrian Peterson guy. Just something hurts him. He just well, just need a couple weeks off, man. I'll be I'll be good. Yeah, good for yeah. him. You're fucking crazy. Yeah, exactly. And yeah, f- uh, it was weird to see that. Uh, Sean McCoy looks like he's in the doghouse for for a bit. Healthy scratch in this one. Yeah. Um, Damian Williams did 19 for 75. I guess the handcuff to own is Daryl Williams. Darwin Thompson finally showed up and got a carry for minus one yards. I I have so much invested in Darwin Thompson, but Jesus Christ, give the guy some, give the guy a chance, please. (laughs) And Tyreek Hill went off in this one, 11 for 157 and one touchdown. 19 targets for him this one. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's a ton. That's got to be the most most for a single receiver this year, probably. Hey, pretty close. Targets. Yeah, I mean, it, I, yeah, I think I saw uh, another receiver with twenty targets, but I can't think Jesus. of who it is right now. Yeah, it was. I think it was like Cooper Cup or some stupid shit like that. Like it was. It was crazy. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's not much to talk about as far as the chief, the, uh, the chiefs go. They have Hill, Kelsey, and McCole Harmon is that breakout guy. He might catch a touchdown. He might not. But that's. Boomer bust for him. Great, great dynasty um, uh, scoop though. Harmon is. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Um, so let's just move on to a more interesting game because this one was not uh, the Cardinals and the Buccaneers. 
I want to thank you, Arians, for finally releasing Ronald Jones. He had his best game of his career. What? 11 for 29 and a touchdown. But it pissed me off because that's what I said. As soon as he, you know, going through even how much he was used in the passing game, targeted eight times. But then you look at it and they're still splitting the carries. Yeah. They both no, have it a, doesn't make any sense. It's I mean, fucking mental. I don't know. I mean, Par- Barber was a more effective back uh, in the end, 11 for 43. But, uh, I mean, clearly Ronald Jones knows what the fuck he's doing. He's He carried the team to the victory on his own. Like, yeah. he was the best player on the field. Yeah, and I mean, Barber ran a one-yard touchdown in, right? So, uh, yeah. big deal. That's the only reason why he was more more effective is because of that touchdown that he did, uh, did score. But, yeah, I know Ronald Jones looked amazing today. Yeah, he did. Um over on, I mean, there's not much more to talk about. Godwin and Evans continue to produce. Not no touchdowns for them this about, uh, uh, this week. Mr. But Mr. OJ Howard, Howard found the end zone, targeted seven times. And, finally, uh, dude. Yeah, I think he's going to be. Uh, I, I think you can. I think you can. If he was dropped in any league, I think you could scoop him. I think uh, and use him moving forward because this was a game I was kind of curious to see because Arizona's not great against tight ends. So I, they're literally the worst yeah. team against the tight ends. That that was gonna be my counter yeah. view. Is like, well, there he played against the worst team against, uh, versus tight ends without Cameron Brait. So if he doesn't produce here, like he's not. I mean, he produced enough to make him interesting. But you, but I I don't feel comfortable starting. Yeah, I, I don't know. I I think you do. I think you have to right now because of the fact that they actually um, won a game finally, right? They 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 That's won true. a game, so why That's not true. stick doing what you what you're doing? Move that like you know, don't just rely on those two receivers. And I think Arians is starting to realize that like you can't just rely on Evans and Godwin to do everything. You got to incorporate guys like Ronald Jones in the passing game. You gotta you know use your tight end, you know, just to 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 break that field up so that you're not getting fucking sacked or pressure every two seconds. You know what I mean on every play. Yeah, no, I don't disagree with you on that one. I I really hope that they do get involved because he's a fantastic receiver. Um, let me let me ask we'll you see a how this progresses. Let me ask you a question. So Go I got in that I'm in a twenty team league, and yeah. it's a standard league. I I grabbed OJ Howard this week, started him, so obviously mm-hmm. that paid off. Now I have Herndon sitting on the bench. Who would you? What would you do in that in that situation? Herndon did shit today. I. I mean, I think you got to hold on to Howard in that situation. I mean, until you see something from Herndon. Um, yeah, I think I think in that situation, when you have scrubs like that, yeah, you stick with Howard for now. Um, yeah, I think you have to. Until, if if the other guy produces at all. Yeah. I don't think he will, but to be honest, Herndon, like, that team just sucks. Well, I think that's what I think I'm I mean, just, I, I had, it's only a three bench spot too, right? So I think I'm just going to drop him well I'll, I'll see how it goes but i think i'm just going to drop herndon and i'll roll with howard and because i mean tight ends position is shitty as is right so i mean really you can yeah. put anybody in week to week this is back-to-back weeks i've streamed one and i streamed mcdonald last week he scored i streamed howard this week he scored so really not that big of a yeah. deal so but yeah sorry to get off no i no no you're fine i mean i think streaming tight ends is definitely a viable option especially when you I mean, Gerald Everett's viable. Yeah. He's a streaming option against the right. I mean, anyone who's playing Arizona that's tight end that's available, you want to start them. I mean, yeah, I think streaming tight ends is definitely uh, the way to go most of the time. Over on the Arizona side, um, Christian Kirk went, eight, went absolutely crazy. Six for 138 and three touchdowns, um, which is his best game of, the, of his career, I would say. Uh, but I think the bigger news is David Johnson looks 
rough. Yeah. He's not healthy. Uh, yeah. So what, what do you do in that case? You well, I, I don't think you start him anymore. Until no, I mean you bench him. He's bench yeah. like he's playing San Francisco next week. Like you bench him. They go on a bye week. Like that's it. Do you roll with you? Um, but okay, but do you roll with Drake? If you if you had a, if you had to make a choice, you needed a running back next week. Yeah, I roll. With, you, I roll you with Drake. Just roll with Drake, hey? Because obviously Drake was ten for thirty-five in this one. Yeah, and he had more targets in the receiving game. He only went six for six, which is god awful, but um, he had the targets. So it's yeah. I don't think it's close right now. I'm gonna start Drake. I don't think he's the Buccaneers have a fantastic rush defense. That's the one thing they had. They do have on the defense defensive side. So, um, I, but David Johnson looks at like he's injured. He should not be playing football. Yeah, right I now. know. I agree. Um. So, yeah, I think you're safe to go with Drake. He's, I would say, an RB2, especially against San Francisco, a low-end RB2, so I have expectations for that. But, uh, yeah, I think it's safe to say that you don't start David Johnson until he's 100% after the bye week. And even then, we have to wait and see. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the Giants and the Jets. Uh, this turned into a goddamn shootout. Yeah. Uh, Daniel Jones saved my, uh, saved my week this week. With four touchdowns, two to Tate, two to Tate, two to Slayton. Um, Slayton, I think moving forward is a must add. Um, yeah. Well, this is back to back weeks. Like he's, it, as long as Sterling Shepard's out, he uh, well not back to back weeks, but two out of three weeks he scored two touchdowns. This was his best game of the year, and he's he's being used. I used him in Fanduel this week. And I actually picked him up in a bunch of leagues, and had, that I had to, I needed a receiver to start him, and it paid off big time. And I think you, I think you do. If Sterling Shepard's still out, I think you have to add him, and don't be afraid to start him. Yeah, um, I don't disagree with you. He has been on fire. Fourteen targets is a shit yeah. ton. Jesus Christ. Um, Reed Ellison actually started this week for Evan Ingram. Evan Ingram has a foot injury. I don't know when we should expect him back. So, I mean, if you're someone like Clayton and looking to stream tight ends, I think Ree Ellison is the uh, a good guy to not necessarily Rhett, get off the waiver Rhett, wire. Rhett, Rhett Ellison. Rhett Ellison. How do you know that? I just know it. You look at it, man. Rhett. Oh, fuck, fuck, fuck the English language, man. <laughs> fuck it. That's how I feel. Um, Saquon Barkley is actually getting x-rays on his knee, which is a little worrisome, but they are on a bye week. So I think, uh, as of right now, you should expect him to play after the bye, um, you're saved by that one for sure. He didn't look at 13 carries for one yard. <laughs> I, I mean, I invested, I have him in quite a few leagues and I was like, I was, it was a close matchup and I'm thinking I'm going to lose because of, of this, uh, performance. So. But yeah, hopefully it's no, hopefully it's, his it's rough. good. I mean, you have, you you'll never see a stat like this out of him ever again. So, I mean, last week was just almost just as bad, bro. Like it's not <laughs> he's not been good two weeks in a row. What do you mean, man? He was fourteen for twenty eight. <laughs> not yeah. good. You're right. So yeah, he's still banged up, and I think the problem is, is I think they're just not like the the Giants are terrible. Like, why don't you just get your franchise player healthy? And if he doesn't play for five, six weeks, he doesn't play for five, six weeks. Who cares? You're not winning anything. You're not going anywhere in playoffs. No, you know? I, I don't disagree with you on that. I, I, I don't want them to bench Saquon Barkley. I traded no, my first, second, and third for him yeah. <laughs> in a league. Yeah, I, I mean, neither do I, I, don't, but I'm just I need from, him. <laughs> screw the fantasy aspect. If you're looking at it as a legit GM, you're saying, like, why are these guys running him out there, right? No, I agree. And, I mean, they're not going to win a football game if they're only running – 
the, literally the best running back in the NFL 13 times. Yeah. Like you need to give him the goddamn ball at least 25 times in a game like this, like slow the game down. And that's how you win it. Uh, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, so on the Jets side, uh, we talked a lot about the Giants. Uh, Le'Veon Bell continues to look a little rough. Um, yeah, I think I'm getting close to. Be- I mean, he's getting bailed out by these touchdowns, but man, I'm getting close to benching him. I have Leonard Fournette, Mark Ingram, and Le'Veon Bell. Would you bench Le'Veon Bell going forward? Yes. He has some good matchups. He he plays Washington next week. Good matchups, but bench- he's he can't do anything with the opportunities that he's have having. You're carrying the ball 18 times for 34 yards, and that's it. That's brutal. He's only had what? He's had one, yeah. two, four out of what's this now? Ten weeks that he's had four games that he's had over over 60 yards. That's it. Yeah, Everything no, else is it's rough. Yeah, and I mean only two touchdowns on the year, anyways. So he, I, I think he's definitely benchable. Yeah, yeah, especially if you're in situation like that where you have you know three you know high upside running backs i think levy on bell is definitely uh a fringe i mean a fringe rb2 ish with with a little bit of upside with the touchdowns to bail you out um so on the receiving game jameson crowder looks great demarius thomas six for 84 it's his first game i think over 60 yards no um, he's, he's, had, he's had a few games of over 60 actually he actually going back to like week four, he started. He had 62. Every other game, he has over 60 yards. <laughs> oh, yeah. really? Jeez. I just I just dropped him in a PPR league. I was like, I don't need this motherfucker. Yeah, no, yeah. He, <laughs> but he's getting the receptions, too. I mean, this is um, six out of, out of the last eight games, he's had at least four receptions. So he's being used, used in this offense. Okay. Well, there you go. So is he... Is he startable? He's almost startable, right? Yeah, I do. Like, it's not terrible. Out of these receivers, I think I think you can. It's safe to say you could drop Robbie Anderson. He didn't do shit again this week. One for eleven. I think Crowder and Thomas are the receivers to own on this uh, on on this offense. Yeah, I don't I don't disagree with you on that one. Um, let's move on. Oh wait, yes, Herdon did not do yeah. anything at all, um, and neither did Griffin. So that kind of sucks. And they. They they shot they scored a lot of points so um, that's kind of sad to see. Um, Atlanta shocked the New Orleans Saints twenty six to nine. Devontae Freeman did leave this game with an injury. Brian Hill is the handcuff because Ito Smith did go on IR earlier this week. And Brian I can't Brian, they lost. Brian Hill looked good twenty carries for sixty one yards. He's definitely hundred percent the top waiver ad this week. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, I mean. He only had two targets, but um, Devontae Freeman had four, so you imagine Brian Hill will absorb that. Kenyon Barner is the other running back, and Olison is that right? Olison is the other another running back they have on yeah. the roster, but I think I Brian think, Hill is going to be the one. Yeah, I think Olison. I think was it has been a healthy scratch. I don't even think he's seen the field this year. No, he hasn't. Um, I think he. I think he had like a one carry a couple weeks ago. I saw his name floating. I drafted him a couple dynasty leagues to, for hope. But, and uh, I just wanted to point out uh, Young Huku. He's a pretty good kicker. <laughs> yeah, poor guy. He just he, yeah, poor guy. He just signed with the roster just now. Just he should have been on someone's just team. Have to say his name. You said his name right. <laughs> young Young Huku. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I'm gonna fucking avoid that name. <laughs> but yeah, so Brian Hill's a must add in this one, uh, or top waiver add this week for sure. And this, he uh, 
Ryan actually distributed the ball fairly fairly well this week. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, Julio Jones did have the most targets, but uh, only three for 79 for Julio Jones, which is kind of disappointing. Um, we'll see how this progresses. I mean, like we talked we talked about this before, uh, since Sanu left, who was going to absorb a lot of those targets, and it looks like it was gauged like we yeah. kind of predicted. Yeah, I think he's – um, I don't, I don't know, know if he's he, worth He's an ad yet, but that's back-to-back games where he's, you know, seven receptions last week, four this week. So I think he is, like you said, the, that guy that's taken over that Sanu uh, – the Sanu's looks in this offense. Yeah. So Drew Brees looked uh, pretty subpar um, against the Falcons. Everyone expected him to have a huge game. He was in my top five in ranks. Um, Alvin Kamara looked, uh, did not look great. Eight for 50 receiving, nothing in the run game. Michael Thomas continues to be the best receiver in the game. 13 for 152. Well, you, I mean, you can throw all over Atlanta. That's a thing, right? So, but it shocked me that, yeah, they couldn't get put any more points. Like Atlanta's defense looked great. Yeah. So. Yeah. They have they had I mean I had them predicted to be like a top, you know, top 10 defense. They have the they had they had the pieces at least to uh be decent, but they just did not get it together before their well, season you, fell you, apart. You know, on injuries kicked the shit out of them again yeah. this this year, so. That's how it goes. Um so let's move on to the Cleveland just, Browns just and the Buffalo Bills. Talk, uh, yeah. The amount of targets that we saw Jared Cook get in this offense, yeah. I, Ten targets, uh, six for seventy-four. So, so if if he was uh, if he was dropped, he could be a, a potential add. And the guy that's scoring yeah. touchdowns in this game tonight, uh, Kyle Rudolph, with his second touchdown. Uh, I was gonna I was gonna click on this, see who, see what's going yeah. on. It's fourteen to zero. 14-0 that's not Kyle, pretty. <laughs> Kyle Rudolph, two touchdowns. Ridiculous. Yeah, he's uh, that's what he does. Just yeah, touchdowns. Exactly. Um, so let's move on. This is kind of an interesting game because uh, there's a lot of, I think, fantasy noise going on over here. The Browns versus the Bills. Uh, this is Cream Hunt's return to football. He had four carries for 30 yards, but he made the most noise in the receiving game. Um, you think he's available in any leagues right now? I don't, I don't think he is because I think when I was looking at uh, waiver ads for this week, I think he was well over like in – I think he was like 80% owned, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I can – Check it out real quick if you oh, want to talk. I'm, yeah, I'm just curious. Yeah, uh, he went seven for forty-four. Um, and PPR formats, he that is dangerous. Um, it was against the Bills, who have a really good defense. Um, Jarvis Landry continues to light it up. Nine for ninety-seven. He is the Odell Beckham of the Cleveland Browns. Like he is their best receiver. Um, yeah, sorry. Not even close. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> um, Hunt is owned in seventy-one percent of Yahoo leagues. So, I mean, very. I mean, there's a pro. There's a few leagues that he's definitely. Uh, available none, none of my leagues is is he so yeah um i think we could easily say that cream hunt is the best handcuff in the nfl with value to stand alone like he's getting he got nine targets in this game chubb still got four but uh the fact that he's involved that much in the passing game is really nice to see uh, especially in ppr full ppr he is definitely gonna be something to reckon with going forward agreed um so uh, the bills Josh Allen got two touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Singletary out, carried Gore again, 8 for 42. God, he's good, man. Like, get him fucking 20 carries a game. Yeah. What are you guys doing? <laughs> well, and that's, I don't understand. This is, uh, if you just uh, unleash him like Arians did to, uh, to to Jones. Last week, he carried the ball 20 times for 95 yards and a touchdown. Why can't you do that back-to-back weeks, right? Especially against a Cleveland Browns team that's not uh, – not not Good. the greatest against uh, not the greatest run defense, you know. 
Not at all. I, it, whatever. They, they're six and three. They're whatever. They they yeah. They're not very good. Uh, John Brown five for seventy seven and uh, Colby four for seventy four. I think they are the only two receivers, and I think really the only two players besides Josh Allen that you can really rely on week in and week out until Singletary um, gets more work uh, consistently. Those are the only two guys you could feel good starting. John Brown's like a what a wide receiver two. Cole Beasley. Flex play at best. Yeah, and don't buy in, don't buy don't buy into this uh, Dawson Knox four for fifty five stuff, guy. He's been, I mean, I've bought into it. I chase those numbers like almost every week since I do stream. <laughs> I get, this just happened to be a game that he did something. So as far as he, he's concerned, I wouldn't touch anybody on this offense except for like you pointed out, Brown at Beasley. Yeah. Um. So let's go ahead and move on to the Ravens and the Bengals. I think the this was Finley's uh. First game as a starter, Joe Mixon looks good. Uh, Bernard, right off the bye, he had 30. Bernard did leave this game, though, too. So, I mean, that just opened the door for more touches for him. That's yeah. true. I mean, it's yeah, not but like against he, the Ravens, they don't have a great – yeah. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say, so it's not – I mean, it's not like Bernard was being used, uh, you know, a whole, a whole shit ton. But as far as uh, this game goes, uh, he did leave this game, and that, that showed you – that's why you could see Mixon with 30 rushing attempts. Yeah, um, even a game that they were getting demolished and he still got 30 carries for 114 yards. I think it's the first time he broke 100 um, in the season. Um, on the Ravens' side, I don't. We'll, we really don't need to talk about it. The Ravens just destroyed him. The defense was great. Jackson, Lamar Jackson was fantastic. Like he's like one of my favorite quarterbacks to watch now. Yeah, um, he's right now the number one uh, running quarterback in the uh, in the NFL in fantasy football world at least maybe not in the nfl but <laughs> but just look at like even that that touchdown the running touchdown he looked he's he's explosive he's exciting to watch yeah just like cam newton was a while back and then he's gonna have a short career because of yeah, that exactly poor guy um so let's move on to the chicago bears and detroit uh, we don't have a lot to talk about the Ravens. They demolished him. Yeah. Sorry, let's just move on from yeah. that one. Um, the Bears and the Lions. Uh, the Trubisky learned how to play football again. Like fuck this guy. <laughs> Three touchdowns. Yeah, but he, how many, look how many times he threw the ball. Twenty-three times. That's all you have to do, though, right? That's I guess. I guess if he if he just needs to throw the ball 20, 20 plus times a game and they win games, I guess that's all you need to do, right? He did exactly what the game plan was. Like let's keep the ball. On the ground, I mean, you saw Montgomery with 17 carries and just throw limited, and then it just happened to be that he was, you know, connected for those three touchdowns. Yeah, I, I don't disagree with you. Montgomery had a disappointing game, but it continues to be his backfield. He is a workhorse running back, um, which is awesome to see. Allen Robinson continues to be the number one wide receiver. He did not get the touchdown, but he is getting the targets and the yards. So continue to roll him out as a high-end wide receiver too. I'm curious now: is Cohen is he uh, like is he an every week flex play at least with the uh, release of Mike Davis? Yeah, I mean he was I mean, Mike Davis wasn't doing anything for the past like six weeks, anyways. But he was still getting a few I mean, carries, right? You know what I mean. So what, yeah, he yeah. wasn't getting now. Cohen's the legit backup to Montgomery. So, yeah, right. and he's also the pass catching yeah. back, four for 23 in touchdowns. So, yeah, I mean, flex play with limited upside. I mean, you can right. expect him to, you know, put up wide receiver three numbers type thing, yeah, and you, which you if gotta, you need it, go for it. You got to think, too, like these these bye weeks are coming up to, uh, what, we got one more week or two more weeks of buys? 
Yeah, it's going to be a big one. Yeah, uh, two more, I think. Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, 11 and 12. Yeah. So, yeah. These next two are the biggest. Yeah. So, you're not, yeah. I mean, in, in those ones, when you have teams like, you know, six teams on buy and all that stuff, you're uh, pretty much, you got to look at guys like that as a, at least a flex play. Yeah. Um, don't disagree with you for the most part. I think that after after bye weeks, I think he's droppable yeah. unless something happens to, to Dave Montgomery. Um, Ty Johnson left this game with a concussion which really sucks, man, the Lions are just having a rough season. Like they, like they should have won like two of the games that they lost. Now they lost Stafford with the back injury. Like broken bones in his back arrest. <laughs> yeah, that That's... sucks, dude. His career is going to end soon. He's going to be the next um, Andrew Luck, man. Yeah, but I got to say, Jeff Driscoll didn't look that bad. I mean, <laughs> I mean, he did throw the ball like 46 times. They did lose to Chicago, but I mean, 269, one passing touchdown, he Showed that he he's mobile, five for thirty-seven on the ground, led this backfield in rushing yards. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I I have Stafford in the league, um, and I needed it's a two quarterback league, so I ended up as soon as I found out he was out, I threw Driscoll in. I mean, he got me like in this crazy scoring league that we have. I think he had me like over twenty points in this one. So, Jesus, yeah. that is a oh it, wonky oh, scoring man. man. I'm <laughs> saw the score and I'll screenshot it to you and I'll send it to you and you'll be like what the f-? like it's it's in it's insane it's like you get points per carry plus yardage Every, everything I actually for the longest time New England's defense was leading the league in fantasy points <laughs> Gee, I mean that that's a lot of leagues right now they're top 12 yeah, in scoring yeah. so it's not too crazy <laughs> um so moving on, JD McKissick is the next uh, guy up, and Paul Perkins. So if, if Ty Johnson ends up missing any time, those are the two guys up. I don't feel comfortable. I think I think they'll be. I think them. they'll be bringing a Jai back in for another visit. I think they they have to add a veteran guy to this backfield. You're not going to be able to. You're not going to be able to win games with McKissick and Perkins behind. You know, nobody's scared of that. No. You know what I mean? They're just going to stack. No, they're, 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 they're they won't even stack the box. They'll just you know play normal because they know that they these guys can't run the, run the ball yeah no i yeah, they're not good <laughs> and i still think i think um, with driscoll even i think i don't think it's uh bad to say to like you know at first you people were saying you know to you know move galladay down and jones down i mean they they put up decent numbers so i still think you can you yeah. can start them yeah and hawkinson was uh targeted six times he had three for 47 so that's not terrible he's still uh a viable tight end two at best. Agreed. Um, so Danny Amendola had a mediocre game. Everyone expected some better stuff from him, but he did not produce. <laughs> uh, let's do the Thursday night game. Uh, I think that's going to wrap us up for the most part. Uh, the Raiders, I feel like they shocked the Chargers. Pretty disappointing. Uh, but the biggest news is Melvin Gordon is back. Yeah. 22 for 108 and a touchdown. So he looked good in that. That's good to see, man. I love that guy. Like Philip Rivers, if you have him, uh, go get a different quarterback. He's brutal. Like he's a shit. <laughs> he's been killing three, three interceptions. Yeah. I mean, yes, the O line obviously was sacked five times in this one, and people are like, it was all over Twitter, like, oh, the Raiders are like, you know, they're legit contenders. They're, you know, their defense is stacked. They didn't need. Uh, Mac, like, come on, man. This old line is Get that shit, shit out of here. People shit. said that? Yeah. And I <laughs> That's mean, craziness. obviously Raider fans, right? But, I mean, you can, uh, like, there's no way. I mean, I could go, I've ne- I haven't never played a down of football. I could go in there. I could, you know, at least get some pressure on Rivers with this old line. Yeah, I believe that. Uh, you're a big dude. 
Um, Keenan Allen continues. <laughs> no, yeah, you're, you're, I meant tall. I didn't mean like you're fat. I'm right, sorry. Right, no, okay, you're, cool, cool. You're, <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Don't 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 be mad at me. All right, my bad. Um, uh, so Keenan Allen continues to get plenty of targets and receptions, but not a lot of touchdowns. Eight for sixty-eight. Um, Hunter Renfro, I think, is the biggest guy we could talk about. Five. He's a, he's their number one wide receiver right yeah, now. Which and is that's the, and he's he, He's been putting up numbers the last three out of four weeks he's been targeted at least four times or sorry he's had at least four receptions over i mean outside of this game 42 yards but he's had you know this is two out of three weeks he scored he didn't score in this one but he's he's very productive i did write i did write him up in our waiver uh article so hopefully uh people took my advice and uh scooped him where they could yeah, he should be uh, good to go the rest of the way as a what a wide receiver two three maybe going forward. Yeah, that's um, I believe with, what with I said. Upside. I think he said, I said he would uh, wide receiver two or three. Uh, what about Waller? Are you concerned about uh, Darren Waller at all? I mean, he's two weeks removed from having a good game. He's still getting the targets. Uh, you know, I'm not con- terribly concerned. I yeah, I'm a little bit concerned. He's a tight end. He's we, he was producing as a top five tight end. I think he's settling in as a tight end. What seven to twelve? Yeah, rest I of think the way. he's going to still have his games, but it's not one of those uh, those for sure's anymore. You kind of got to look at look at who who they're playing now, and you know how their defense does perform against tight ends. In my opinion, I think there is guys out there right now that are better. I mean, that you could probably have a better matchup. Put it that way. Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I like I like Sanu, not Sanu. Um, Johnu. Is that his name? Johnu Smith. Yeah, I like Johnu Smith a little more when. Uh, well, as long as Walker's out, I'd rather have him. I mean, they're producing similar numbers, but I think that uh, he's going to be more involved. Um, but yeah, I don't. I, I kind of agree with you for the most part. I mean, it's going to be hard to find someone better than Waller with that upside. You know, he has the potential to produce. You know, you know, ten for one hundred and twenty-four and a touchdown. You know, like that. That's his ceiling. Um, there aren't a lot of tight ends that have that ceiling on the waiver wire. Exactly. Um, so I think that's going to do it for us. Hold on. My cat is playing with her cat toy. She's, no, they're worse than yours. These cats, I'm telling you, they're just bad when <laughs> you're trying to do a podcast. Yeah. And, uh, I think it's going to do it for us. I hope you guys all started Kyle Rudolph this week. Uh, he has two touchdowns so far, yeah. which is kind of crazy. Yeah. And um, all yeah, right, guys. Cooks, uh, I mean, he's still having a game. He's got what? Three, yeah, three for oh, 69. Jesus. Yeah, he's got like. Is that. No, I'm reading something off. Does, he have, does it say three. he has 68 yards receiving already? No. Yeah, yeah. That's what he has. 69 yards 69 receiving. 69 yards and 28. Jesus. Nice. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah, killing it, man. Good. Yeah, good on him. All right. <laughs> People are going to be listening to this tomorrow after the game, and they're going to be like, <laughs> this fucking dumbass is. <laughs> oh, well. Oh, well. At least they yeah, have, yeah. hey, we just got them to listen all the way to the end, right? So it doesn't matter. Yeah, there you go, right? <laughs> Hopefully they got this exactly. far. <laughs> <laughs> all right, everyone, have a great drive to work, maybe, if you work. work. If you don't, I'm working. good job. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> all right, take care, guys. Yeah. Eat, sleep, fantasy, you rocking with the best NFL fantasy football podcast We talking mock drafts, running backs Better follow the conversation with John, Dale, Christian, and Armando Screaming Eat Nation, we doing what we like Tune in every week, guaranteed we get it hype Fantasy, football enthusiasts, I know you plan to be Joining us on Eat, Sleep, Fantasy Yeah, Eat, Sleep, Fantasy 
Uh-huh. Eat, sleep, fantasy.